Oh, what happened to us with Nate and Hugh here? Uh, Stacy's still on the mend, as we will be for Nate. some time. Nate, not Nate. Not Nate. Oh, are we going to do this not Nate, Nate thing? He's a not Nate, Nate hour. Is it the Nate, not Nate hour? Yeah. Nate, that's not that's Nate hour? Is that thing. Okay, so we're going to have to uh, shift, uh, get a new uh, Instagram page. Twitter no, no, account. no, I don't need it. I'm not talking to total rebranding. This is way too far along for that. No, no. Just, just temporary rebranding. Temporary branding. Well, we'll keep it yeah. like that then. Or like the, the yeah. idea of temporary. So we'll keep going along, see how things go. Yeah. You know, yeah. we yeah. still have crazy discussions between us. Wild. Well, yes. I mean, wild is a odd statement for us because we're old men who have nothing to s- going on in life right now. Hey, hey, I'm in my 30s. I'm in my prime. You're the, you're the old one. Okay, touche, touche. For the time being, you will be joining uh, the club this year. Uh, will I? I would hope so. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's a, it's a, it's a ways away. Yeah, it is, but it's not that far. Um, uh, what is time? What Any, is, anymore? What is, Did, do we what have is, time anymore? What? Is, what is? Hugh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it a buck here. I'm. This is my new phrase I'm using. I'm oh. gonna keep it a buck and tell you that uh, quarantine's getting to me. Mm. It only took uh, a month and a half. Well, you got to remember that I've been in the quarantine for three and a half months. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I got a, I got a head start on everybody. Yeah. Because um, I couldn't leave. I like physically couldn't leave. I kind of wish right now I physically couldn't leave because then I at least would be something. Right. You know, I'd be like, yeah, I have to be in bed. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Not, so, you know. Not so much uh, anymore. I, I saw today that uh, I just saw minutes ago. I don't know when it was announced, but I saw the tweet come come across the the Twitter dot com that uh, L.A. County has um, extended their stay at home for three more months. Oh, really? So yeah, so yeah, we got three more months. Three more months. Yeah. Th- thank you, Orange County. Yeah, thank you to everybody. All the these uh, these these fools that are uh, uh, you know breaking quarantines left and right because they need to get a haircut um which uh which is actually has affected me greatly to be honest well for multiple reasons i'll tell you one okay one being that they're going to continue this quarantine forever because people can't not get a haircut or go to the beach but uh more important to me because i'm a very selfish person is that um there's been a run and i luckily i've problem solved so i'll get to get ahead of it and say don't worry about me i'll be fine but um, there's been a big run on clippers because everybody is trying to cut their own hair now. And normally this isn't an issue because I go through a set of clippers, you know, years go by. I, I treat them well. They don't, they, clippers last quite a while. But it just so happened recently I had to go get a new pair of clippers because mine broke. Right. Um, and uh, that was not an easy task. Oh, no. This was, uh, yeah, I did multi, you know, I, I checked Amazon. Uh, everything was on back order. I went up to, to the Target. Everything was gone. Like, people, everybody, you know what? I've been doing this for 20 years. Everybody suddenly became their own hairstylist. Well, by necessity. Well, except for, except anybody, for myself. Except for the, the face I'm looking at right now is some combination of Jesus and um, Russell Brand. Russell Brand sort of got that thing going that you have now with the super long hair and beard because, you know. It's quarantine. Yeah, it's it's a it's an apocalypse look, I would say. I can't argue. I, I probably yeah. could go clean shaven, but I don't know what I'd do with the hair. It doesn't look right with the clean shave and the long hair. No, 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 no. The the long hair and the beard fits. But yeah. um, you know. 
We could throw up a photo of Hugh, but he he's looking mountain manny. He should be out in the woods somewhere. And st- I don't think he'd la- he wouldn't last long in the woods. No, no, I would not. It'd no. be a it'd be a short. Yeah, he he would he would. Um, yeah. How long do you last before you die of uh, not having water? Three days, two days. Uh, water. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. It's 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 not. It's much shorter than food. You can go yeah. like two weeks without food. But water, yeah, water's a couple days, I think. Maybe a week, mm. maybe, but probably, probably not. Probably not with me, no. no. I mean, I wouldn't last no, two days you... without coffee. Yeah, no, we would, we're not outdoors people. We, we, would, um, we would be the first two out if, when the Hunger Games starts, oh. I would think. Um, no, actually, that's not true, because in the Hunger Games, they got weapons. I'm good with weapons. I'm not. Not, not, yeah, yeah, you might, you might, uh, oh, I'm you in might trouble. not fare so well. Hunger Games, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not a good place for me to be. I can, yeah, I can still move a bit faster than you right now. Uh, I'm getting my speed back, although yeah. I'm 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 scared to um tr- tr- I so I have not run or jogged in about two years. Right, like because I physically was unable to like the pain, like even rushed walking, like to try to get across the street before a crosswalk. Oh, I remember. Yeah, light changed caused me a great deal of pain. So I have not tried even attempted to physically run, and now I can walk with no pain. I, you know, I told as I've mentioned before, I walk five miles every morning. Right, and it's still some stiffness, like especially when I get up in the morning. Like for right, you know, laying down all night, wake up in the morning, I have to do exercises to kind of loosen the hip, and then, you know, if I walk five, by the end of the day, it turns into six, seven miles. Six, you know, because I'm walking, doing other things. Right, right, right. Like I'm, I'm just doing a five minute walk, five mile walk, and it gets a little sore by the end of the day. But I am still terrified of trying to run. I could understand like, that. Like it's you know I, I'm even though I have no pain at all walking, but well, you know, who knows? Well, well, no, I've been I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not supposed to run anymore. Cause really? Of what I did my ankle oh. back when I was 25. When I broke it, the doctor's like, "Yeah, I don't think you should run again." So, huh. he's like, "If you want to be... walk without pain, you might not want to run." Like I'm holding off on the other hip just in case we don't make it through 2020. Because uh, that's just a lot of stress on my end that I don't need if we're not going to live. Um, that's a fair decision on your end. Yeah, um, I you know I went through it the first time, and you know anybody who tells you, and I heard plenty of this pre pre surgery that because uh, of course this is typical. Uh, everybody told me about their parents that had their hips replaced because nobody under forty gets their hip replaced. Not under very 40. rare. No, we knew one friend who had two hip replacements at the Who's same that? time. Jonathan Cook. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was okay. True, true. Um, but for the most part, I got a whole lot of people saying, "Oh yeah, my dad had that. My mom had that. My aunt had that. All people that are considerably older." And without to to a T, all of them kept saying, "Oh, it's so easy. You're up and you're up and around in three to five weeks. I, I it's it's like nothing," and that is not true. That is not true at all. It sucked for like five weeks. Right. And now it's fine, but that was 10 weeks ago or nine weeks ago. Uh, no, it was um, 13 weeks ago. Whatever. Well, doesn't matter. Once what again, is time? Time, time is once, nothing. Once, time is nothing. What again, once again, what is time? And I digress anyway, because this, this, I, w- I started this with a, talking about clippers and I suddenly rolled into. Um... So anyway, yes. So clip. So everybody thinks they can cut their own hair. So everybody's trying. So they're like, there's a run on electric clippers finally found one set like on the floor at target literally on the floor 
and it didn't even have a price. It was it was a name brand, Remington, and it was like the most basic clippers you could possibly have. And I was like, you know what, fine, I'll give these a try. I don't even know how much it cost. Um, and I take it up to the to the checkout, and it's a twenty dollar pair of clippers, which, oh. generally speaking. Uh, they're generally in the fifty to sixty range right, for so a like, pretty decent pair. If yeah. you're gonna go crazy, there's ones that are more than that. But fifty to sixty, good pair. Much like running shoes. Right. You know, you can go you, crazy, but why go crazy? You get but your, twenty dollars. You get your value's worth, is what you're saying. Twenty dollars is is low. Right. So so it it got to the point where with me where it was like, okay, these are probably gonna suck, but I'm out twenty bucks, and it was a name brand. It was Remington. That's a right, name right, brand. Right. Right. Um. And I gotta tell you, best pair of clippers I've ever bought. Hey, there you They're go. Fantastic. So like, so it all worked out. So my complaining up until this point in the story is kind of for naught. And turned but into I'm a still, little win for you. And and frankly, uh, I, I'm sure the listeners love hearing a story about me shopping for clippers. It's it's very on par with um, there was a on Friends. They uh, Monica dated a guy named Fun Bobby. Don't oh, know yes. if you remember this. First season of Friends. He was named Fun Bobby because he was a blast. Everybody loved him. Then they realized he was Fun Bobby because he's an alcoholic. He was always yeah. drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake, like, they didn't realize a, it. Waking yeah, up in a was, dumpster. Yeah, he was that fun drunk that you don't realize. He's just fun, and you don't realize, wait, he's just drunk all the time. And so uh, over the course of the episode, he decided to quit drinking, and he became incredibly dull Bobby. That was what they started calling him. Right. And he had he had a gr- one one scene in, the, in that episode. He just was telling them a story about how he went looking for a hammer in the village, trying to buy a hammer in the East Village at, at 11 o'clock at night. And it was a terrible story, and that's why they started calling him incredible dull, Incredibly Dull Bobby. And that's what my story, you know, hearing me complain about buying electric clippers is up there. You know what? Uh, I think for most people, that's an adventure. That is true. At least I got it, got it out of the house. You know, the, not many people are getting out. Some people that's are true. not leaving. They're getting their food delivered. They're doing the right thing. By... Oh yeah, and, I, and the reason I'm leaving is because I, you know, I, I, fortunately, my mom and dad in the house are right. not leaving, which is why I leave it when I as much as I do because I have to go to the store and things. Yeah. So it's, you know, of the three of us, I'm the one that should be doing this. Right. And right. you know, here it's not like you know in Los Angeles, it's it's reached like roving bands of, of gangs like looking for gas. Down Sunset Boulevard, a la Road Warrior, you know. I mean, I got my um, outfit down the street on Santa dune, Monica. Dune buggies and things yeah, just exactly. roaming roaming down Sunset Boulevard. St. Louis is not uh, de-evolved, devolved, devolved, devolved uh, yeah. to that level yet. It's still pretty, you know, people, there's still a lot of people don't wear masks. Aren't you, you just have... there in, in a constant, though? What do you mean? No, like, as you say, we're devolving. Like, oh, yeah. Isn't St. Louis just kind of, like, already there? That's true. I don't. Yeah, that's a good point. So, but yeah, and uh, so yeah, so that's that's where we're at. So the, you know, this portion of the how are we doing uh, at the top of the pod? That's that's about it. Well, it's uh, it's nice to hear that it's not, you know, end well end of the world type stuff. Oh, it's it's good. It, we're getting there. Don't yeah. worry. There's time. Um, the when's uh, November? But it, it's the after November. Seeing if things kind of fall in the right place. Oh. <laughs> It's adorable. You think we're making it till November? I I, I like um, like to stay positive ish. That's true. That's true. Try the ones of, the people I really feel for is I'll notice on my walks like through the neighborhood that uh, you see signs out. You know for for these kids graduating from school uh, birthdays. Right. You know I feel I feel bad for like younger kids like um, 
Samantha's uh, and Jason, you know, the, their kids have some friends. Well, they, hell, they, they have friends of, of our age that are having birthday things where they're doing like drive-bys, uh, yeah. you know, people driving by. But for kids, that's really rough because, you know, adults, I mean, we there don't are care certain, as much. There are, we, know, we know adults. We both, we all know adults that get way too into their birthday. Oh, way too. They, way too. Like they have birthday weeks. Which birthday I feel like was more now. of a twenties thing. I don't. I haven't met as many people in their thirties, but still, they make a, a to do about their birthday. Yes. Um, I was kind. I was kind of excited about the quarantine on my birthday. Like I was like, oh, I don't have to do anything. Oh hell, my well, granted, last birthday was thirty nine. Back last in August, I didn't do a thing. I don't even think I saw another human being. I guess I saw Karen and Banjo, but like I didn't. That was fine. I didn't need to do anything. I guess. I guess I would feel, uh, depending on where the world is in August, like forty is a one more. That's a good one. A little bit, little bit more. Like you feel like you should do something, but the world may not allow that. So we shall see. I'm sure. But I do. Just... I feel for the. I feel for the. You know, kid, these younger kids. You'll see, like, you know, and the, the, these the parents are putting these signs out in the front yard, not for adults, obviously for the kids. Like, happy tenth birthday, Eric. You know, and they'll have balloons out and things. And you feel for those kids because they, you know, they're ten. Birthday, but, but their birthday parties were a thing. Yeah, I really felt for one. Um, a, a house down the street had a big thing in their front yard yesterday, wishing their daughter a happy twenty-first birthday. Oh, and it had like all this signage out. They had martini glasses and everything, and I was like, oh, that's gonna suck. I mean, I very much doubt this girl has not had a drink yet. Yeah, but it's still, it's like the legal, but still, that legal that's drink. The, one. the legal drink is always yeah, a Yeah, that's one. the one is you, you, you want you, that's the one where you're like, I can finally go to a bar and not worry about a fake ID or worry about something. I can go to a bar and everybody treats you so well on your 21st birthday at a bar. They do. Everybody went like the bar, the staff, everybody's like, it's your 21st birthday. We're buying you drinks. Yeah. Like that's the one birthday more than any other that well, you're like, you are the bell of the ball. What was the first bar that you went to legally? Um, well, technically my, my answer to that is a little off. Because, well, if you're going to do Europe as a, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, well, that is it. Cause I went to Europe when I was 20 so right. I was not yet 21, and we went to uh, we were in Paris, and we went to I believe is the Georges Sank Hotel, which mm-hmm. is a very ritzy hotel in Paris. Um, and yeah, my dad was like, "What? This is like the first drink you can legally order what do you at get? a bar." And it was like, I mean, the Georges Sank is like, yeah, it's, a it's like the plaza. It's, yeah. it's a swanky hotel. Yeah, I don't know why I use the plaza as an example. Well, well uh, Waldorf. The plaza I, was well, a swanky, you know, yeah. Ritz, whatever. Yeah, yeah. very fancy. And so, yeah, this beautiful, like, ornate bar, and um, I got up to the bar, and I absolutely froze. Yeah. I was like, my, my dad's like, what do you want? What, what, what do you want your first legal drink to be? And I'm like, I have no idea. Because you grow up, and you have, you have beer. Yeah. Or you, you make, you combine liquors that you, you know, you find liquors to combine. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that so they wouldn't be noticeable that they're missing. Um, and I, the first drink that came to my head, the only one that I could even think of was a Tom Collins. Oh, that's an and interesting I choice. Hated it. Yeah, of course you would. I hated it. Oh yeah. But, uh, because first off, uh, I am a, I am a connoisseur of li- liquor. There are very few, very few liquors that I just cannot stand. Yeah. And one of them is gin. Gin is at the top of the list. Gin is disgusting. I, I think less of people that actually like gin. I will think less of you. <laughs> and and a Tom Collins is for those that don't know a Tom Collins is essentially it's gin, lemon juice, 
soda. It's basically like a not a lemonade because it's way more bitter than lemonade. There's not right. a sweetness, but it's like lemon juice, soda water, gin, and maybe some other things. But it's very lemony, and so it's essentially a martini with like a lemon lemon kind of thing to it, like because yeah. there's not much else in it. Um, and it was terrible, absolutely terrible. And absolutely. I wasn't sure at the time. It was like, oh, is alcohol just not for me? Or because at the time I was more of a you know beer, right, right, right. Um, but, or, but then I realized over time, I'm like, so because I've had a vodka Collins, which is obviously Tom Collins with vodka, way better. Well, yeah, absolutely. Better. Well, you were always so, a big fan of vodka in general. Uh, well, yes, back in the days always... when we were going having fun more so. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, because I, I've, I've very much lost the taste for beer. I can't, I don't like beer anymore. I find it very, fill, like, too filling. Like, I'm full. Hmm. I, I don't need that. No. Um, but now I'm just strictly scotch all the time. Well, that's... I've already, I've already had four scotches today. No, good on you. Lucky yeah. you. I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I'm, I'm jealous Ron, of I've, your intake. I've become Ron Burgundy. Hey. You know, I, at least we don't have a teleprompter for you to read out words, and I'll screw it up for you somehow by not punctuating it properly. Because <laughs> that's what how that's how it would happen. Like the mistakes would be on my end when it comes to this show, which pretty much are all my fault. And I I can re- yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can definitely remember, and I don't I don't mean to take you know if you want to answer it as well, but like I look back and. Um, Sam, Sam Simborg, and one of our our, mm, my, yeah. our favorite listeners, one of my best friends. Um, oh, by the way, she corrected last week oh, uh, to we... issue a correction from last week. She let me know right away that uh, Amy Heckerling, when writing Clueless, did in fact get it in bed herself in a high school. She was older, but she basically. So when we, when I was discussing last week about how I wasn't sure if Amy Heckerling did that, made up the language, or actually like saw it herself. Uh, she, uh, Sam informed me that Amy Heckerling went to Beverly Hills High and just would sit in the back of classrooms and just observe. And she said that ev- absolute, evidently the students of Beverly Hills High School absolutely spoke like that. Jesus. So, so it was based in reality. So that is my. No, my, it's not. It's I, not based in any reality. It's based in Beverly well, Hills based reality. On, so based on the reality that is Beverly Hills High School. Right. Uh, yes. And and fun fact for any people not in L.A. You know. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210. They famously went to West Beverly High School, not Beverly High School. There is no West Beverly High School. Yeah. So there you go. So so if you know if you're ever wondering about things such as that, they just made up a high school. I don't know why. I don't know why they couldn't just be Beverly Hills High School because there is a Beverly Hills High School. Well, West Be- West Beverly does not exist. It, it's like Melrose Place. There are no apartments on Melrose Place. It's all shop. True. Parts. That is true. So that is true. Just for the it's, little it tidbit of uh, things sounds for nice. people. So yeah, this this can be our side podcast there, or, or just do an entire episode where we ruin all of the things that people think about Los Angeles based solely on movies. Oh, like I, we'll just I would we'll enjoy just, this. Let's just go right into Entourage. We'll just, we'll just ruin the oh god, Entourage is the worst. Time warping, we'll dri- of driving. We'll, oh, the drive that would drive me crazy. And again, it's so it's such a thing to that shouldn't annoy people. But it it. it, it, it I would feel this way if somebody shot something in St. Louis and did the same thing. Like, it's just so annoying when you see... Yeah, I remember the pilot of Entourage. Drove mm. me crazy. They were, like, driving... At one point, the, the, the very, I, I, I remember this very vividly. Entourage, the series, the very first scene is at the Fred Siegel Cafe on Melrose. Right. Like, the, the cafe that's inside Fred Siegel. Yes. Um, then they're driving down Sunset, like, Sunset towards the beach... Like like west of the four hundred five. Right. Then they get to the Queen Mary, which is thirty miles away at Long, Long Beach, Beach yeah. and it's like, what are you doing? What is this? 
Uh, like, I guess I get it. You're just showing landmarks that look cool, but none of these things are near each other. Not to mention the fact that in Los Angeles, maybe now you could get to, to places pretty quick, but you know, Los Angeles, it generally takes you a half hour to get down the street. Oh yeah. It, well, I used to joke about a commute when they started doing construction on sunset. I lived mm, two minute drive to work for a while. And then they started doing construction on sunset. The first day it took me an hour to get to work. It, it's yep. a mile and a half from where I lived to get, and I was like, I started walking to work because I'm like, I'm not doing this drive anymore. I, I live the same distance in, in West Hollywood to downtown LA as I is right currently at this home I'm in right now to downtown St. Louis. Right. The time it takes to get to downtown St. Louis right now. Well, it's a bad, okay. Say, let's take apart the, let's, let's ignore the current apocalypse. Right, right, right. Right now on a regular day, Two three o'clock in the afternoon, I can get downtown in less than ten minutes. Okay, St. Louis. St. Louis has actual rush hours. They are literally an hour in the morning, an hour in the evening, like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to get from West Hollywood, you know, jumping on the 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 old one hundred and one, which in itself is a pain in the ass to get to. Oh. Um, I'm surprised you're just not taking side streets. Oh, I would. I would. Yeah. I no. You know what? Honestly, one of my one of my favorite drives is just taking Sunset from all the way downtown. Oh, that's a good drive. I actually walked that a few years ago when when I was at the prime of my insane. Um, I'm Wait, a crazy person. When you're doing 150 walk, miles a week, I I I walked to Dodger Stadium for a Dodgers game. That's impressive. I don't know. I don't know why, but I did. And knowing the people I was meeting up with had a car, so I knew I wasn't gonna have to walk home. But that walk was uh, harder than I expected. I would have, I would imagine. Yeah, it's 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 almost entirely uphill, and I was sweating. Well, yeah, and then you're going to go sit in a um, hot you know, stadium. You know? Yeah, so, you know, I've done it. But, yeah, so, like, the, the, the driving from West Hollywood to downtown L.A. would take you forever. I Afternoon. Mean, for for those people who don't understand, it's about a two-and-a-half-hour walk. Yeah, that was... Nearly it's, eight it's miles. A, a, it was, uh, no, from my, from my place to Dodger Stadium, I believe, was 11 miles. Hmm? So I'm looking at it. Unless you took a different route. I walked Sunset the whole way. Oh, that would be that would be it then. Um and Sunset gets a little windy, I guess. Yeah. But um yeah, I took Sunset the entire way. Yeah. Um but yeah. Um, oh, this is giving shortcuts. Ah, yes. So if you're if you're sticking to the streets, I could see how that could be eleven miles. So the fast yes. route you didn't take. You took the actual No, I was roundabout just looking way. for for straight. Yeah. I, I had you know, I, I left four hours before the game and was like, This will be fine. Yeah. Um, Did you stop yeah. off at Shortstop before they? Uh... No, Shortstop, great bar. It is. It was the first uh, bar I went to in LA. Oh, okay. So, so, so yeah, they. Um, it's yeah, Shortstop is a. It's a cop bar. It used to be a cop bar. Right. Back in the day when it was first open. Now it is just a hipster bar that's near Dodger Stadium. And it's like, and um, it's like a lot of like baseball stadiums. There's always that ball, like the ballpark bar that people would go to. Yep. Like yep. it's cast right and flag and at Fenway. I've only been there once and I lived there for four years and it wasn't when I was living there. It's when I came back to visit and Jonesy came into town for, he got us tickets for, um, Jonesy's a bartender that I know and Nate knows. Uh, I happened to be in Boston. He was on a tour, ended up there. We went to the cask and flag because it was like, well, we have to do this. And I'm like, I had never done it before because the bar I used to go to shut down a place called Copperfields. And I was like, oh, well, let's do this one. Let's do the, let's do tourism at its finest in Boston. So then, 
did that and went to the game. Eh, good times. Yeah, I don't think I, I. I feel like there's probably not not a lack of bars around Fenway. I feel it's, it's like the, the Fens is just all bars and venues. Yeah, and same like same that. with Wrigley. Rig, like I mean, Wrigleyville, the neighborhood surrounding Wrigley Field yeah. is notorious. That's where the twenty somethings go to drink. That's where the that's you know where the bars are where the stupid young people go. Yep, and that makes me sound very old. Based. Almost in t- well, one ba- basis is usually around a stadium or, or college area, obviously. But um, if the city has a SantaCon, which New York legendarily has and mm-hmm. Chicago legendary has, SantaCon, if you're not familiar with it, is um, a week. It's usually a day, a Saturday around Christmas time, where every like thousands of people do a pub crawl, and most are dressed like Santa. Right. And it's the worst day of the year if you live if you if you live anywhere in that area because it's just people drunk Santas in the street getting into fights, throwing up, naked. Good like times, I've seen I've times. seen naked Santas just stumbling down the street. It's awful. It's hell on earth. Even when I was in my twenties, I would find that hell on earth. I I I love a good pub crawl. I don't need more because old. But a, a good pub crawl was always a fun thing. But those were terrible people doing terrible things. But if you find the, whatever neighborhood in your city that does that, you know there's plenty of bars because that's why they're doing it. And Wrigleyville is Chicago's version of that. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do one of those mustache bar crawls with with me? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, I did. No, the one pub crawl I did with you was for Jeff's birthday. It was the wrestling one. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, no, no. That yeah. was, no, that, was that, that a pub that, crawl? That was a pub crawl. That was a mustache pub crawl. That, oh, that was he it? He just dressed up like wrestler. They dressed he up dressed like, like a wrestler. That's right. Yes, I did do that one. Because he would always do yeah. these themed, like the mustache bar crawl, which was, you know, a friend, our friend Jeff, uh, why am I, knee bomb. Jesus, I was yeah. like blanking on his last name. He would do these... Uh, it, it just started and like it was a lot of fun you get fake mustaches he would dress up i i started dressing up because he was one of my best friends out here and but like usually i'd have to shave off the beard and get a fake mustache which was interesting to say the least it some... kind of defeated the purpose exactly i could have just kind of like done a mustache and yeah gone away with it but eh, you know now i did and I, I feel like i've mentioned this on the pod before um, but we, now I, I did do, I, we, me and a couple friends did turn a, pu- a pub crawl into a mustache pub crawl when it was not, that was not the intention, oh. nor was it the theme. Um, Sam, uh, Sam, Sam Morgan, who we previously mentioned, uh, she, the one who likes to correct me daily. Yeah. And we, we're going to try to get her on the pod soon because I, she and I are basically the same person. It should be entertaining which, for me. Which, yeah, that should be, uh, you can just set, step back and, and let, uh, let you guys go. And yeah, just let it let it ha- let it fly and see what happens. Um, and she give a nice perspective of being a mother working with a child at abs- home. Like, yeah, the, pretty much the opposite perspective of us. I mean, exactly the opposite. But yeah, she she had many thoughts last week. Um, we you know what we can turn this into a Sam podcast now. She'll like it. Yeah. Um, she had yeah we she had I wish she we we would have had her on last week because she had many thoughts on our very um, uh, not naive uh, ignorant maybe. Uh, knowledge of 90s fashion oh absolutely she, like we're guys she, she was like what are you guys even talking about the 90s hat and she started sending me like links and photos of 90s fashion i'm like okay we should have had you because <laughs> all, all we could come up with was grunge and bright colors yeah um, we were not so... on fire well let's be honest i was living in san diego at this point in time like i did the jersey i had a prep thing when when i went to jersey or when i was living in jersey like everything was gap and banana republic at that point in time and then 
moved to San Diego, everything was a surf, like skateboarding. I didn't realize skateboarding had come back or not left. Like I thought that was done in the eighties and I was like, everyone was skateboarding. I'm like, what the heck is happening here? It's like, did I go back in time? Yeah, those are like Southern California, San Diego specifically, but Southern California is very specific that you won't. Yeah, you're not going to find the surfer skater look much really anywhere else outside of that area. Well, not even just that. Well, I mean, OC would be that way. Yeah, up the coast, up the coast, like even up the coast all the way up to Santa Cruz is a very surfer skater. It's just different uh, mentalities along the coast of like those. Yeah, you know? yeah, and like so we didn't. Ha- I mean, I skateboarded as a kid. Right, same here. But it was the eighties. You know, what? It was the eighties when we were skateboarding. It was like yeah, it was early, 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 early nineties. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know we we dressed like skaters, but it was not the same. No, not flip flops and cargo shorts. No. It was not that. No. Um, it was neon and checkered and just I don't know, like a lot of a uh, vision. And freestyle and things like that. Yeah. Tony Hawk's skateboard uh, with the the bird. And yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I had skull. a Mike McGill with the skull with the snake going yeah. through. Oh, another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. My friend had the Tony Hawk. We were a Paul Peralta strictly group. <laughs> um, anyway, getting back to the Sam. So Sam made the mistake. Uh, bless her heart. The mistake of inviting me and two of two of our friends to um, a singles pub crawl. Oh, this God. was like in the mid aughts. Okay. A singles pub crawl. That was intended to be like a singles mixer. Like it was, there's a street uh, in Los Angeles. It's actually where we would do all of our pub crawls. It's called Main Street. It's between Venice and Santa Monica. Right. And it is just a street of just great bars. It like, is a good lot, nothing, nothing fancy, a lot of pubs, like several Irish pubs along the route, uh, some Mexican bars. We could get good margaritas, just, just good bars. Yeah. Just down the street. It's perfect for a pub crawl because you're only, it's like maybe a half mile long and it's just bar, 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 bar. And uh, yeah, she invited us. It was like a Saturday night. She invited us to a singles pub crawl meant for, you know, singles to mingle and not a theme at all. In fact, it was probably dress something, dress nice because you're supposed to impress people. Uh, and the, me and the two friends, uh, well, we'll, I'll make, you know, for their, to keep their anonymity, I'll call them David and Brian. That is actually their real names. Yeah. Um, they, we were already drinking on Hollywood Boulevard, uh, at a place called the Snow White Cafe, oh, already drinking. Yes. And she just texted me saying, Hey, do you guys, do you want to come to this pub crawl tonight? And I was like, yeah, can I bring David and Brian? Okay. And so we were already, so, so the, the plan was already in motion. We were already a little drunk at like two in the afternoon. And, um, across the street from the Snow White Cafe is a costume store, a yes. very, very large costume store, I believe called like Hollywood costume or something. I believe you are correct. And we decided um, that there was was no theme, but we were going to make a theme, and we were going to get costumes. And the costumes we came up with was we we got we dressed up as nineteenth century uh, aristocrats. We had mustaches, uh, monocles, top hats, canes, fake money, um, all all that. And one uh, one of the friends, Brian, went above and beyond, and he actually bought tails. Like he actually bought a. The, costume tux yeah so he was wearing tails i was not we were just doing we david and i did mostly the face with and and hats and and things came up with backstories we were um i was uh lord maximilian barnaby the duke of south essex uh wow. we came up with a ba- backstory of how we made our money we made our money at a uh, in diamonds the diamond trade in Ni- present day nairobi Right, and we also uh, put a lot of money on the in the races on the ponies. So um, yeah, so we crashed Sam's singles mixer in costume, in character, 
And I'd like to think we made the night enjoyable for everybody. I would imagine but you would have. By I... the end of the night, and Sam, Sam, Sam can speak to this, because um, she was embarrassed as hell when we showed up, I believe, because because it, it was it was one of those, who invited these guys? And Sam had to be like, me. Or maybe she wasn't. I can't speak to that. I really wish she could speak to that. Well, we'll find out yeah, next week, maybe. Yeah, may, hopefully we'll have her on next week so she can give her, her side. But yeah, by the end of the night, I, I'd say we were very popular, because we have photos of... of girls with us that were wearing the mustaches of people wearing the hats uh at one point david uh, one of my comrades was in the middle of the street with his top hat his suspenders and his mustache and he basically became uh, bill the butcher from gangs in new york right like he, he had that look going so he just started he just was in the middle of the street yelling at cars telling him to get out of the five points <laughs> and it was um it was something yeah we were we, we would uh bars hated us absolutely hated us we were trying to pay for things with our fake money. Oh, it was. I can um, see how that could get either. Yeah, it'd be charming initially, being like, "That's kind uh, of funny." Now, now give me your money. Oh, we also had uh, we had the long cigarette holders, like the the FDR like twenties yep. era, and I don't smoke. No, but um, and uh, but I was do I, that night I was because it was fun to smoke out of these ridiculously long cigarette things. That just we just felt fancy. I believe I could be wrong, but I think Brian was wearing spats. Like he went all in. Like we, we went to this costume store and he went all in. I respect yeah. this. This yeah. decision to do like, go into it. Like, the, the more you do something like this, the more fun you have when you go just over the top. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're the, not alone. Like there's a group. You know, doing it. if you can bring the party with you, then I think you've had a solid evening. And you know, I, I we highly enjoyable so yeah so to so answer to the long version of your question have i done a mustache bar crawl yes yes, yes made you have a mustache bar crawl. you made your own without even yeah. well you did your aristocrat bar bar crawl that's true that is true um which i respect but, even more so yeah yeah oh i did i have some upper lip chafing from that uh you know because from the mustache we, we we brought plenty of the the tape that you used to keep oh you use the tape instead of the glue and, Oh, we just we did yeah used tape and we kept using more and more because you know the more the you drink the more it falls people, off. People yeah. are people are ripping it off to, so they can wear it. Oh yes, and oh I had some and uh, yeah yeah it was it was something. But again, again, what what a time to be alive. Oh, looking back, at least we had a fun twenties. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm concerned for like like this poor girl that turned twenty one yesterday. Her, her lovely parents put a sign up in the yard for. Her. Is she gonna know what it's like to 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 be stupid in your twenties? Because our what what are bars even gonna be like when they reopen? Well, I have an idea. Like uh, out here, at least, they're putting up acrylics, like the uh, the the not acrylic is acrylics the right word the plastic. Plast- I think so. Yeah, the plastic around the bar, like so. It's gonna be like they're gonna have like slots to hand the drinks out of. So it's gonna be Which... like a, the den. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it makes sense. And you know, you, you, you're you're seeing those at supermarkets already at the cashier right. checkout thing. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be weird because yeah, you're you're not gonna see crazy crowded bars anymore. Nope, you're they're not... gonna be limited the amount of people like have it like the capacity. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be so like yeah. I mean, I, I guess I do kind of feel for these these kids that are not gonna they might not know because who knows maybe i mean this is all contingent obviously on a vaccine well once there's a vaccine then then all can go back to normal well also think about it like this is we are in the generation of where 
social interaction was a thing. Like, has it phased out of our lives a bit? Yeah, I would say so. It has. Not just by getting older and friends having families and everything else like that, but, you know, the cell phone has not helped us in, you know, keeping... Now, we, we try our best to, you know, hang out and do our things out in public, you know, but how much are we really doing that anymore? Like, meeting... Do we meet new people at this age? Uh... Really? You know, it's no. no what, what you mean at our current age? Well, at our current age, I'm like, how often do you go out and make new friends? No, no, very hard. And I was actually trying to, my dad was made, I was trying to explain that to my dad about how, no, you don't, your late 30s, 40s, like, you don't make friends because generally speaking, like, I have, I have distinct groups of friends. I have high school friends right. that I'm still friends with, but they're spread out across the country. Yep. college friends and because i went to college at ucla and everybody stayed in la those are my very very close friends you are now friends with most of them anyway right. like you know them all samson morgan is one of them yeah, exactly i believe we br- i believe we brought her up a few times just on the a pod. few times not not, not on a repetitive fact, loop turn into drink game every time i say samson morgan take a drink there you go um and uh you know those those friends and because i stayed in the college town the town i went to college in i don't know it's, it seems weird calling ucla a college town I mean, it's calling Los Angeles a college town. Um, then, then I had those groups of friends, still friends with all of them. Then right. I had work friends from when I like started work, like very, like first job when I worked as PA at Entertainment Tonight. All the PAs, all the same age. It's all our first job out of college. You you work you you make seven dollars an hour. Then you go out like drinking after work. Right. You know, everybody's young. So, the, the, so, the, so, like, my Kevin, who we bring up on the pod a lot, that's, he's one of my best friends. That's how I met him. Um, and then, yeah, as you get older, like, I, I was very, you don't, you, it gets harder and harder because generally as you're older, you don't have as many work friends. Like, if you're starting a new job, are you going to be hanging out with other 40-year-olds? Probably not because they yeah. have families and such. And, like, maybe, you know, you, Hugh, you and I became friends in our early 30s, mid, early to mid 30s. Yeah. I was 30. I was thirty-two, I guess, at that point. Um, yeah, and that was, and that was, and that's another group of very close friends I have. Were the Den group, like, yeah. you know, did the Den was our cheers, and but again, early thirties, you go to a bar, you make friends. Um, I don't feel like I could go to a bar now and make friends, at least not of the same age, and not easily. No, they would tend to be younger. Like I have, no. I still have yeah, some friends in their twenties, well, so it's like okay. Yeah, no, it's and that's true. That is true. Like you could go. I mean, I don't. You don't come across as like the creepy old guy if you make friends of the people. Like half of our den friends were six, seven, eight years younger than us. Yeah, like so, it true. wasn't the age was not as big an issue. I mean, now some of them are hitting thirty, which is just like wait, you guys were twenty four like a week ago. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, oh, what yeah. happened with my time? So yeah, but yeah, you're right. For the most part, it's it's impossible. You know, you're you're not making you're not making new ones. No. The the only the only exception to that would be like if you are you know the uh, obviously we're we're not exactly like everybody else. A lot of people at forty are you know married with kids, and they you in that sense you can make new friends. Not wild friends you're going to go party with, but who's wild and parties anymore? Um, but, you know, with through through kids through yeah. family. Yeah, other no, parents, you have you have you have friends. You know, like yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah, you maybe 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 your wife or husband has a has a friend, and then that person has a spouse that you become friends with. That spouse, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, and that's how. It, but that, usually, but you know, yeah, that seems how it goes. Like that, you see all the stories, you hear all the stories. I mean, like yourself, all my friends back in college and high school all have families now, for the most part. 
boring ass people they they can't be i i mean my my college best friend paco he uh he made a, a post just to say i'm it's may i'm gonna go mow the lawn but it's covered in snow just so 10 years from now i can look back at this on facebook and laugh about the pandemic on top of the snow in may <laughs> and i'm yeah. just like he's it was just more for a footnote in your own personal history that is facebook you know you get those reminders you're like oh that was oh that was that long ago thank you yeah. for that reminder because there's always that photo of you and i at uh your friend uh, at our friend mike's birthday party where we're at mantina mm-hmm. i think it was the first time we hung out outside of the den it probably was and that was yeah. nine ten nine years ago now I'd have to look back at the photos, but yeah, that was very. But you know the one on. I'm talking about. Oh, where, absolutely. Where we yeah. were slim young men, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying slim, life. Slim. Actually, I wasn't that much slimmer. Uh, I've, I've, i not that much, not by much. Well, same here, but I mean. Yeah. I think our faces um, were different. Our faces were, not as. Red. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Actually, that's, that's what it really comes yeah. down to. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a square jaw and whatnot. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh. See, now we're just reminiscing. This, this has become the reminisce, the Nate, not Nate, reminiscing hour. Yeah, well, you know, uh, hey, it, we, we have to have these moments. We have to reflect on our lives. Yeah. We all do it. it. Maybe it's that kind of week where we just take a second, think about things, think about the good times that we were having in your life, you know? <laughs> the worries weren't the same kind of things that we have now. And it's nice to just kind of have a moment and walk down memory lane for a little bit. You know, sure. what do you want to talk about? The the, the, the Cheeto-in-Chief that walks off and rage quits a podium um, news conference? Or, you know, um, the fact we have another three months of this. Uh, what is time, though? What is Exactly. What is... Getting back to what is time. And... Yeah. Well, when we get when we get Samson Morgan, drink, um, back on the podcast, um, or on the podcast, we can reminisce some more because oh. I'm sure she remembers far more things than I do. Um, have you, have you yeah. been watching anything to keep the time going? Um, well, no. This is, this is, the weird thing is is that most people are spending this time like binging, right? like watching everything they can get their hands on. I've done the opposite. I don't watch TV. No, so you're I don't not watching know. anything. I, I rarely, I, I turn it, I watch, well, this has been uh, discussed already. I watch Jeopardy twice a day. Right. Then I'll watch the nightly news, which comes on right after Jeopardy. We'll generally s- sit around and watch that. That's what, which like is strange because I have not watched the nightly news in forever. Like, you know, like the, the, the yeah. local and then right after that is like the NBC nightly news with right. Mr. Holt. Like that nightly news. But I'm so, I've, I've become so accustomed in the age of Twitter and whatnot that I don't need to watch the news because I follow it enough all day. But it's right. been interesting to actually sit down and watch it. But no, at night. I mean, I've been I've been keeping up with this last dance, the Jordan documentary. Oh, how pretty is cool. that? By the way, really cool, really cool. Um, it's that, and then um, yeah, I have not been. That's your Sunday it, night, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's two hours every Sunday night. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll maybe throw on. Oh well, Big Bang, obviously. Oh yeah, of course, Bang. of course, you have to. But uh... that's like again, like I've mentioned a million times, we're we're in reruns now, uh, both literally and figuratively. figuratively. Um, like, you know, rerun, I will watch Big Bang like an hour or two a night just because it's on in the background. I have been jonesing to, I've been listening to a, a podcast and I like, uh, I, I can never remember if it was you or Stacy who, who did Scrubs. Uh, did you, were you a fan of Scrubs? I was a fan of Scrubs. Like, so how, how is that podcast? 
It's fantastic. So if, if, if there any of our listeners are, are a big fan of the show Scrubs, which is one of my favorite shows ever, um, Zach Braff and Donald Faison, who are best friends in real life, um, are doing a just started a podcast about four weeks ago where they are doing an episode by episode rewatch where they're going over and telling stories about individual episodes. Jeez. They've already had guests, all, like all the other major cast members of the show have already done guest pods with them. Right. And, um, and I've been, I've been listening to it. They released two a week and there's 180 episodes. The show is on for 180 episodes. So it's going to take a while for the, get, them to get through all of them. But, um, I've been wanting to go back and watch them. and The whole point is you're supposed to watch the episode as they're doing the podcast so they can point out certain shots and things. But it's made me want to watch Scrubs again. But the, the problem with watching Scrubs, and it's the problem with a lot of streaming, streaming old shows that you loved and more or less grew up with, is show like Scrubs and, and other shows of the era where music was such a huge part of the show. Right, like Scrubs. Scrubs music was like that was like a, an extra character on the show. Like it was the songs they picked and everything. But um, uh, producers and writers and, and directors of the early aughts and nineties and eighties had no idea that streaming was going to become a thing. So they had no idea that the music that they licensed for a show would oh, no. not carry on to to the future. Because how could they know what the future was? Right. So you'll get shows where music played a huge role, and now these shows are streaming on Netflix and Hulu and the music is not there anymore because they couldn't get it licensed now, even though, so basically if right now, if you, tr if you threw in a, a, a scrubs DVD, that's the music that originally aired when the show aired because right. they got licensing rights for TV and for DVDs. They didn't know that streaming was going to happen. So now, and now scrubs is on Hulu and you watch an episode, the music's completely different, completely different. It even had, they even ran into some funny, weird issues with, um, like even theme songs, uh, um, Dawson's Creek was streaming. I don't know if it still is. It was streaming for a while on. I re can't recall if it was Netflix or Hulu. Um, they did not like the the theme song from Dawson's Creek. The I don't want to wait. Everybody knows that song. Yeah. They couldn't get it licensed for the streaming, so it was a different theme song. It was bizarre. What? Yeah. So so yeah. Oh. I so it's it's just more I, examples I mean, of childhood being ruined. Obviously, I can see this being a an issue which is to me because i used to do licensing for music for films and tv which you know like degrassi the next generation and uh what was it uh, arctic tale and uh hamlet 2 things like that nothing nothing groundbreaking uh, uh hamlet 2 was groundbreaking it was it yeah L elizabeth shoes finest role yeah and the, and the song such as you're as gay as the day is long and rock me sexy jesus uh, yeah, fantastic classic. you know classic. the guy also wrote rolling with the homies for clueless to throw that back to <laughs> that episode that that's actually what made him was finding clueless because he brought really? it to the producer i forget who the, the all i know is the guy he worked for is probably one of the biggest pieces of work in town forget the name off the top of my head don't want to say anything but it's just like it's just the stories that you hear when you're a lowly intern at that point in time in your life so huh. And, uh, yeah, so found Clueless in a garbage can, supposedly, and then brought it to his desk, and then, huh. then it was made. So he also did a, a skateboard movie, you might know, with Adam Brody. Are you talking about Grind? He, yes, he, yes. I, I know he, Grind very well. He wrote Grind. 
one of I'd say it, I'd put it on my Mount Rushmore of skateboarding movies. It's probably one of the better ones out there. It's no Gleaming the Cube. No. Gleaming the Cube was a classic. Uh, Christian Slater um, at his finest. Christian Slater at his finest. Tony Hawk playing basically Tony playing Hawk. himself. Yeah. Tony Hawk. He, he drove a Pizza Hut truck. Yes. Um, yeah. Our, our good friend Stephen Bauer was in it. Oh, yes. Um, he was. Yeah. The, what was he? He was the cop, wasn't he? He's the cop, yeah. Great quality classics. Um, uh, well, yeah. I, I actually based a character that I wrote off of, uh, I think his name is David Kelly, the Christian Slater character. Oh, was it? I yeah. don't know. It's been so long since I've seen it. I don't remember. Oh, I've, I've, I've been a big fan since I was a kid. Like the metal trucks was always like the. Oh, well, know. and I remember he had that special metal board at the end. Yeah. To take a beating and it was made of diamond plating. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. That's, I just uh, was like, that's so cool. I have to go back. I have to go back and watch that. You know, another movie, um, I don't know how much, how we're doing on time. Um, okay. Um, well, one thing we were talking about, at, um, which, well, Hugh and I were talking about, so obviously this needs to be explained, but we've, uh, had an uncanny ability to, um, things we talk about suddenly just start popping up. It is, which, uh, it is a thing. It's, it's a weird thing. And like, it's hard to explain. So basically like an example would be two weeks ago, I believe. Yes. When we were doing our in-depth, uh, drop zone, yes. which, uh, by the way, Samson Morgan drink enjoyed, um she and so so somebody enjoyed our breakdown of drop zone um i don't know what the general consensus was but um we discussed the movie u.s marshals with which was the more or less sequel to unofficial sequel to the fugitive it was a sequel it was a sequel yeah it was the same characters yeah um and it was a kind of a it was somewhat obscure movie i mean it's it was a big feature film that was out in theaters and it had tommy lee jones and wesley snipes but it was not something that people have been talked about in the last 20 years. Not really. Not the and, same level as The Fugitive, which was an Oscar and, winner. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I want to say it was later that day or the next day, U.S. Marshals was on TV. And it wasn't even on, like, you know, a movie channel. It was on, like, TNT or something weird like that. And I, I, you know, I screenshot it to Hugh. I'm like, we were just talking about this. And we also were talking about Joe Panigliano, Joey Pants, because he was in U.S. Marshals. And right. that day... He was involved. He got hit by a car. Right. Like he was involved in a in an accident, and so he was on he was on the news. And it's like, and this this keeps on happening. This has happened for years, where we just talk about something random, and then that pops up. It'll be on that night. We're talking about a you know something. It, it, it the randomness it, of it. Yeah, yeah. And and Stacy was convinced that it was her, that she, that she had the magic powers. But see, what we what we've seen now is this is called like a this controlled experiment. Basically, we've done a science experiment. These things happen with the three of us talking about these things. Right. Now it's happening with the two of us talking about these things. The, we've removed the independent variable that was Stacy. And it's still from happening. This com- from this conversation. And you and I are the controlled variables. We have not changed. And yet, it's still outcome happens. is the same. Which means it's one of the two of us. Or it's um, just the, the podcast. Only- or it's the podcast. It's just the um, pod. Like- so... So we we decided that we wanted to uh, use the powers for good, not evil. Well, no, for evil because we want personal really, gain. So we were gonna dis- we just want to start discussing random things that we want to have happen to like, us, to us, to us. Like we want to discuss winning a lottery. So one of us wins the lottery. Yeah, another fifty fifty split. By the way, I yeah, think. I think it's fair. Um, we'll throw it. Stay, we'll, we'll, we'll throw, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, throw yeah, Stacey yeah. some change. Yeah. Depends on if she's on that episode or not. Um, 
Uh, another thing, just for my own personal gain, is that if we're if we if we can start talking about random movies and they just show up on TV, I've I've got some I got some movies I'd like to talk about oh. just so I could because I haven't watched them in a while. What what, what well, are a couple of those movies that you would the like one, to see? The one the one that came to mind uh, to me just today was 1987's Hiding Out, starting John Cryer. Wow. Do you, do you recall this movie? No, I don't. It was from now. Okay, so this is this can be like a sort of a makeshift uh, uh, employee's pick as well. Yeah, let's do. Let's, uh, yeah, there's let's a film with John Cryer in his '80s heyday, like post um, Pretty in Pink, and and uh, he starred in a movie called Hiding Out, where he played a successful stockbroker who, who's kind of like a wonderkind. He was in his 20s, so he was young, but he was a very successful stockbroker who found out that this mob boss was involved in insider trading. So he had to testify against this mob boss. And put the mob boss in prison, um, but then as a result of that, he started getting death threats, and they put out a hit on him. Uh, so he ended up like escaping, like getting out of New York City, and he ended up back in a back in a small town. I forget what state it was in, like like up Connecticut or something. It was near New York City, but he ended up in a small town where he had family. His aunt and cousin lived, and he basically had to hide out in this small town so he so that the mob couldn't find him. He basically became a high school student like he went back to high school with his cousin and basically he's basically in witness protection but without the government being involved he went into his own witness protection and he acted like a high school kid with his cousin who was actually a high school kid and it was about him like navigating high school so basically became a teen comedy except he was a guy in his 20s playing a high school kid and and his his cousin was so was john crier right. and as, as part of his um his disguise to play a high school kid is he he dyed his hair and this was the era this he did the same thing in uh, Superman 4 Quest for Peace right uh, where John Cryer had the sides of his head and the top were two different colored hairs very kind of 80s punk but that's what so he was trying to look like a high school kid by doing that he changed his name he couldn't come up with a name so he he saw a can of Maxwell House coffee on the in the kitchen of his aunt's house so he changed his name to Maxwell House or Hauser yeah, Maxwell Hauser. And uh, his cousin was played by Keith Coogan, who you might also know from Adventures in Babysitting. And um, his finest role was playing Kenny, the brother, in Don't, uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Dishes are you know, done. Dishes are do- the dishes are done, man. man, man uh, and right. then, then this is where the movie gets a little, little dicey, is that uh, John Cryer has a love interest who's a oh, high yeah. school student. Yeah. Uh, now she is she's a senior, so she is of legal age. They never broached that territory, but she doesn't know that he's older. Uh, and and she was played by Annabeth uh, Gish, right. who was one of my '80s crushes, uh, star of Mystic Pizza and Shag the movie and Beautiful Girls with uh, Timothy Hutton. Right. Uh, yeah, and it's and basically and uh, spoiler alert. Uh, don't want to ruin the movie, but the mob does eventually find him, and it becomes a, it basically the last act of the movie is becomes it goes from teen comedy to like action movie. Oh, so always, it, cha- it changes tone considerably. Yeah, but um, it's a fun one. So yes, now that I've gone into such great detail, uh, because this is not available on I don't believe on DVD. I've never seen it, and it's certainly not streaming. Um, I want this to be on because I, I want to, I want to watch it. Well, I I can understand why I was I actually when you were saying this I was doing doing my quote-unquote research via my phone and i saw the hair and i was like oh and i'm like wait yeah. that's the hair from as you say superman 4 yeah and yeah then, the, he was he was he was the, there was a uh, there's a, a period i don't know if you same you year see the, they came out say, the same okay, was, year so he probably went say, from that movie to the superman movie 
just, and just like, kept the hair. He's like, this is. It was, it was very eighties. It was very eighties specific hairstyle that that fit for because his character in I mean, wasn't he Lex Luthor's nephew or something? something like that? Yeah, yeah. And then which is funny because now he he plays Lex Luthor on Supergirl. Um, oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, he, I, yeah, he does. I'm yeah, seen... he's he has a because you know John Cryer's his head shaved now, so he actually does look like Lex Luthor. Um. But yeah, so that's a quality. But I, but I'd, I'd like to also talk a bit more about us winning the lottery. Well, yes, um, yes. I mean, two, what did I say? Two hundred forty-eight million dollars this week. Is that the? Yeah, I bought. Um, I bought uh, a lot. <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but I hope. Hopefully, everybody out there had a nice Mother's Day, and your mother said nice Mother's Day. But um, I, for Mother's Day, got my mom a ton of lottery tickets because that's what she likes. Hey, you know, everyone has their like. She likes scratchers, doesn't she? No, my dad loves scratchers. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing, is that every, for my dad, for his birthday every year, it's always around Christmas time, my dad gets screwed because his birthday's December 23rd. Right, oh yeah. Um, so, so you know, growing up, you got the, oh, I'm giving you a gift for both, because I, so I try not to do that. But yeah, every day, every year, for my, I'll get my dad like $100 worth of scratchers, scratch-offs, and he'll, it'll take him like hours to do, and he gets carpal tunnel from it, but he loves it. Right. And, but my mom, she, she saw that, she's not a, generally a big fan of gambling, or because it's wasting money, but she loves the lottery. And especially when she sees it in the three figures, yeah, like height, like you know, when the Mega Millions is at two fifty, things like that. So yeah, so I got her lottery tickets, and I guess I didn't play. We should have discussed this last week, oh. winning the lottery, so that I could have won the lottery on Mother's Day. Yes, unfortunately, that did not happen, and now and we're... that went that unfortunately would not have been a fifty fifty split. No, I feel like no. Susan would have wanted a yeah. cut of that. That's fine. Yeah, no, that's it makes sense though. But going forward, after after this pod is released on uh, Thursday, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get some some it's, tickets tonight. I'll get some tickets right t- now. It's it's pulling on what Wednesdays? Uh, well, Powerball is one of them is Wednesdays and Friday. Well, no, one of them is Wednesdays and Saturdays. One's Tuesdays and Fridays. I don't recall which one's which. Uh, but I believe Mega Millions is the one that's really high right now. I don't think Powerball is. I believe you are correct. Uh, it pulled on May eighth. So that was Friday. So that's the So Powerball's the yeah. So Powerball might begin today. I think it's Tuesday, Friday and then I'm sorry. Mega Mega Millions is two, it doesn't matter. It whatever. I'm going to go buy some tickets. Well, that's fair enough. And with that actually, so you can I'll let you get going. Uh we can okay. call it a day. Uh thank you everyone for listening. For those of you who took the time to listen to us rant about things, I guess. Yeah. Not right, I guess discuss and reminisce, I think is the better way of putting it. And next week we'll be going into more detail about John Cryer's uh, movie catalog, because I have thoughts. Okay, I, I look forward to I, this. I have thoughts, I have opinions. I'm not going to, I'm going to ignore Two and a Half Men. We're going to ignore okay, that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. We got Hot Shots. Hot Shots, true. Yeah, that's true. So. Wash Out. Doesn't he wash out? Yes, he was wash out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Always a good class. classic, classic parody movie. So. Ah, him and Charlie Sheen. I didn't even ever put that together. Huh. Ah, never really thought and, about and, it. And, I, and I, one I, of I, our I, favorites. I, Carrie. Carrie Owens. Yeah. Yeah, he played the Iceman character. Yeah. And I would just like to leave with these parting words. Samson Morgan. Drink. And since I'm not drinking, I won't. Okay. All right. Have fun, everyone. Be safe. <laughs>